Hello, praise God. It is Brother John back with you once again. To God be the glory. I am very happy to be with you tonight and to talk about a very important topic the topic of encouragement. Encouragement. Encouragement is extremely important, as we've all heard for many years. Encouragement. It helps build your spirit. And the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, because the word of God itself is encouragement to your soul, to your spirit, to your mental health. Encouragement. Unfortunately, some people don't have anyone around them that encourages them. They have people around them who discourages them. The opposite of encouragement. And sad to say, there are a lot of Christians who suffer from discouragement. Discouragement because they go through the motions. They go through their weekly religious routine. And a lot of times people around them have dissimulation. It's like false love. I'm just being real. I'm just being honest and real. But when the chips are down and they really need someone there to encourage them and to bless them and to help them. Sometimes those people are hard to find. But there are people who will help. There are people who will bless you and speak into your life but sometimes people get so so embarrassed and so ashamed they don't mention what they're really going through and so then this this act of seemingly everything being fine within their lives just continues even though they're hurting on the inside and they don't have any really good friends they could talk to and some of the friends they do have, they do not encourage them. You know, I've been through some of that myself, if I can be transparent. You know, going through things in life or not necessarily things that are negative, but even going through positive things in life and not having anyone really around that you could share that with without them becoming negative or making a negative statement or discouraging you or just simply not encouraging you at all they have a lot of doubt you know you tell them something that's going on in your life and they come back with a question because they're suspicious of what you're telling them not because you ever gave them reason to be suspicious, mind, be suspicious, but because that's who they are. It's in their makeup. They doubt everything. And then when you take a step back and you look at their life and you can kind of see why they go through some of the things they go through because they doubt everything. Some things or most things, shouldn't you just trust God? Shouldn't you just trust God? 
I mean, I've gone through some very positive things in my life and I've had people around me to say negative things about it or to try to dissuade me from going forward. Or if they're not dissuading me from going forward, they're just not encouraging me. Not just not encouraging me. See, that's why everybody, I believe, needs a genuine prayer buddy. That's what I call it, a prayer buddy. Somebody that you know you can always call and talk to and hang around somebody who's going to help lift you up. Because for the Christian, this is not our home. We're just passing through. We are sojourners. That's what the Bible says. We're pilgrims on a journey. And throughout that journey, you need encouragement. Because, you know, sometimes people come against you. And you don't know why, but because you have a mark on you. Because you are a Christian person living a life that's different from the world. Not that you're better than anyone else. Don't take it that way because we are not. We just know that God has forgiven us of some things and we've asked him to be our Lord and Savior and he is our Lord and Savior. And we live our life by faith. The Bible says it just shall live by faith. That's what it says. And so we're not better than anybody else. We have some of the same issues as other people, but we just know that we have a source. We have a source that we can go to and we can depend on when others around us are not encouraging us. And even when they are, we have that one source. Amen. So we need people in our nucleus, people who are close to us or closest to us, I should say, who are encouragers. Because everybody and anybody, regardless of what you what you believe, you're going to run into people who are discouragers or doubters. Even right now to this day, there are certain things I will not share with people that I talk to on a regular basis. You say, well, why is that, Brother John? Well, because... They're not encouragers. And some things you hold in your own heart. There are many passages in the Bible where we see uh, some leaders held things close to their vest. They, the Bible says they held it in their heart. I, I'm reminded of Mary. She held some things in her, in her heart when she was told certain things about her son, Jesus. I'm reminded of Saul. When his uncle came to him and asked him, what did Samuel the prophet say? This is in 1 Samuel chapter 10. What did Samuel the prophet say? And Saul was wise at that time. He, he didn't tell his uncle everything that prophet Samuel had to say. And we don't need to tell everything either. But we do need to be careful about people that we allow to get close to us who bring nothing but doubt and negativity. In my view, we should not have those people close to us. Reminds me of a story I like to read about Jesus and one of his own disciples. And of course, you can probably readily imagine who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jesus and <laughs> the disciple affectionately known as Doubting Thomas. And we find that story. In John chapter 20, 
Now that chapter has 31 verses. I'm not going to read all 31 verses. I'm going to start at verse 18. And then I'm going to uh, wrap it up up at uh, verse 31. But just keep in mind, you, you have to be careful about your support system. You have to be careful because people are able to speak. Some people will speak negativity into your life. They will speak negativity about you and around you. And some of these people we call close friends. You say, well, maybe because they're jealous. Brother John could be. Could be, could not be. I don't know. You have to ask God about your personal situation with those people, but may or may not be jealous. It may be their makeup. They, they, they doubt everything first. Now, me personally, I don't particularly. Uh, I, I just can't roll with that. I want people around me who are encouragers, who exercise their faith, who don't just speak about their faith, but you can see their faith in action by the way they think, the way they talk, the things that they do, because we know that the book of James says faith without works is what it's dead. Faith without works is dead. So you have faith, you working on something. Then here comes somebody to tell you, well, I don't know if you can get that done. Well, I don't know. You might be too old for that. Are you sure you can do that? You you might be a little overweight for that. You see all the, the, all this negativity, these doubters, and they just like they it's like they have a, a fire poker. They just keep poking you. They just keep poking you. You know, they have that fire poker that's for the fireplace, and they just keep poke. And and before you know it, they've burst your bubble. Here, here was your bubble, nice and big. And you're just smiling. You got the joy of the Lord. And here comes Doubting Debbie. Here comes Doubting Debbie. Doubting Debbie, I'm not saying that she means anything negative towards you, but that's just who she is. You might not want to have Doubting, Doubting Debbie in your business too much. See, because the Doubting Debbies of the world and the Doubting Davids of the world, they can cause you to take those negative words they're speaking into your spirit. And the next thing you know, you've lost a step. That pep that was in your once in your step is not there anymore because see, you've listened to these people and they're telling you some of them will even say, well, I don't know about that. I haven't been able to do that. Well, you're not them and they are not you. And one thing I know for sure is that when God has something for you to do, he's going to equip you to do it. He's going to do it in his own time, by the way. You don't rush God. He's going to do it in his own time. And he will put people around you to help support his plan for you. You just have to have faith that the plan will be completed and you have to put that plan into action. And you just water everything down with prayer like you have a garden and you need to water every plant you do the same thing with the issues of life that god has put into your life for you to accomplish you water it with prayer but anyway let's let's let me read this to you interesting story now this is of course after jesus has died on the cross and been resurrected and the women namely mary magdalene 
she has seen that the stone has been rolled away. And so <laughs> she goes and she tells what she has seen, what has happened. And Jesus has something to say to Mr. Thomas. So I'm going to start at verse 18. Now, this is at the beginning of the week. It says this in verse one. It's the beginning of the week. So I'm going to start at verse 18. It says, Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Verse 20. And when he had said so, he shewed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Amen. I would be too. Then Jesus, then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. Jesus is speaking peace to them. Peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so I, even so send I you. I'm reading from the King James Version. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, the Bible says, verse 24, But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. See, he wasn't there. He didn't see this. The other disciples therefore said unto, them, said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. Because Jesus, of course, was crucified. They had to put nails in his hand to keep him hung up on the cross. Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Do you see that? He categorically said, I won't believe it unless I see it for myself. I won't believe it unless I see it for myself. Now, all the other disciples, they're telling him because Mary told them, but he has to see it for himself. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. That's the third one. Peace be unto you. Let me read that again. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas was with them or Thomas and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. Verse 27. Then saith he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger and behold my hands and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side and be not faithless. You see that? And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed, blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Now, this is what Jesus told him. Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. 
But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, that believing ye might have life through his name. Praise God for the reading of the word. Now look at this. Look at this. Now don't we have people that way right now, today? You tell them something, they have, the Bible says they're faithless. You call Thomas and be not faithless, but believing, verse 27. They don't have any faith in what you tell them. Now, these many of these people, and I'm just going to keep it real, many of these people go to church all the time. Some of them may be your ushers. They might be your choir director or people in the choir. They might even be some folks who are mothers of the church, etc., etc. But when you tell them something, they have to see it for themselves. Now, see, Jesus coming back as he said he would, he prophesied, it was prophesied he would do it. Now, we're talking about a miracle now. We're talking about a miracle. Jesus coming back, he said he was going to. He said if he go away, he'll come again, right? We have people like that right now. We have people like that. You tell them something about your life and you're trying to confide in them, but they don't see it. And they'll ridicule you. They'll insult you. And they'll laugh it off as if it's nothing. And all the while doing that, they have discouraged you. You know you want to write that book. God put it in your heart to write that book. But somebody will come along and tell you, that book will be time consuming. It's going to cost you money to get it done. You're going to need to get it published. And you know you don't make that much money. Maybe you should go do something else. Oh, and by the way, look at your age. People do that all the time to each other. All the time. That's why I cannot stress enough. You have to be very careful who you let into your nucleus. Who you let into your, your cadre of of so-called close friends. Remember, Jesus had 12 disciples, 12, 12 apostles, but he took three with him when he went to do something very significant. He didn't take all of them closer with him. You know that, right? That's in the word. He didn't take all 12 all the time. They might have gone with him to a place, but he would take the other three a little bit further with him. John, John James Peter so I'm, I'm telling you right now it's okay to have friends who you can talk to but you can't confide in everyone all of your business you just cannot do that because one is going to be jealous and doubt you one may just doubt you and the other one may just laugh or if they don't doubt you, they're not going to encourage you, some people. And they're not going to be there to support you. But all the while, they'll call themselves your close friend. So just be careful is all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to point a finger on anybody tonight. I'm just telling you, you have to be very careful who you let into your inner circle. Okay, it doesn't matter how long you've known them. It doesn't matter. When a person is not speaking positively into your life or positive about you, when you're not around, you may want to reevaluate if you need that person around you as a so-called close friend to begin with. And see, that's the test, isn't it? What do people say about you 
when you're no longer around, when you're not around, when you're not in their presence? What do they say about you? How do they think about you? A lot of times it doesn't matter how they behave in front of you or when you are there, but the test is when you are not around, what are they doing? What are they saying? Are they promoting? Are they promoting you in a positive light to the world? That is what a friend would do. And when you have those challenging moments where you might have made a mistake, what are they saying? What are they saying about you? That's the test. And so, all I can say is just be careful, my friends, and be very wise. And as I said in the beginning of this broadcast, water everything down with prayer. Because if you're not doing that, you're already in trouble. So start doing that if you're not doing that already. Pray about everything. Don't take a step without praying. You don't want to do that. Don't take one step without praying. No, because you want to know what God has to say about the matters on your heart. And then wait on an answer. Wait on an answer. Sometimes mama can't give you the answer that you're looking for. Sometimes daddy can't give you the answer that you're looking for. Sister or brother. Sometimes even pastor may not have the exact answer that you're looking for. That answer is reserved in heaven with God while he's on his throne. Talk to him before you go running to talk to everybody else anyway. He's the high priest. He's the king. But you do need to have counselors in your life. The Bible says in Proverbs, in a multitude of counselors, there is what? Safety. So you have individuals you can talk to, but those individuals have to be people you can trust. And you cannot trust everyone. Don't get fooled by titles. Don't get lost in the sauce. Because Sister Mary Bishop, apostle over here, has those titles. Because... You just need to be careful. And before you start telling your business, you first talk to God. Because everyone does not deserve to know your business. And I'll leave it there. I hope you have enjoyed this broadcast. God bless you. Um, I really do appreciate you listening. And um, again, I'm Brother John with the Lightship Power Ministries. And um, when people doubt you, Hold your head up high and you just keep going. Don't let anybody stop you from what God has placed in your heart. And you know, it's going to bless other people and you know, it's a godly idea and you know that people are going to be blessed and God is going to bless you for blessing them. Look, you do what God called you to do and don't let anyone stop you. I don't care who it is. Doesn't matter who it is. Don't be discouraged. I want to tell you that you can do it. You can make it. God called you to do something. He will equip you to do it. And he'll put people in your way to make sure it is accomplished. You just need to be obedient. You need to be faithful. And you need to have an ear to heaven so you can hear. Spiritually speaking, what the Lord is saying to you. And you stay in God's word.
stay in his word. You may be the only one physically who can encourage you, encourage you at the time. So encourage yourself in the Lord. And you stay in that word. And don't let anyone speak negativity and doubt over your life without you doing something about it. You do something about it. And if that means separating yourself from certain people, then you do that. Because one thing I do know, some people will not be there for your struggle. They won't. But they will surely show up for your success. When you struggle, they're gone. When you're successful, all of a sudden, here they come. All of a sudden, here they come. So you just be prayerful, be mindful, and you trust God. Okay? You trust God. And leave the doubters out of your close nucleus. Pray for them, though. Don't be mad with them. Don't get upset with them. Don't argue with them. You pray for them that God will open their eyes and that they'll have stronger discernment and more wisdom on how to deal with you and others like you. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. And I want to say this. If you don't know who Jesus Christ is, you can fix that right now. You can fix that. Because Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 13 says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Not perhaps, not I hope so, not I got to give enough money to the church to be saved. No, that foolishness is not of God. But it says you shall be saved. So <clears throat> ask God to forgive you your sins. Trust him. Ask him to be your Lord and Savior. Fill you with the Holy Ghost. And show you what his plan is for your life. See, because when you become a new creation, your life is no longer your own. It's his. And he'll bless you and he'll show you what he needs for you to do. Because there's nothing like staying and being, being and staying in the will of God. Stay in the will of God. God bless you guys. Much love.